Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey everyone, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Ben isn't here this week. He is in Italy. Can't wait to hear about that trip. But for now, breaking down headlines with me, we have Deanna Pappas. Welcome, Deanna, back to the show. Thank you. I've become quite the regular. You have been. I know that we've, you know, talked about, well, we'll just dive into it. We've talked about, you know, your recent divorce, but now we want to like concentrate on talking about some fun things. Well, fun things are not fun things. It's called dating. How has it been? <laughs> have you done it at all? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not, not dating. Nothing. I am so busy poking fun at myself on social media and people are just like beside themselves, like text uh, messaging me and saying, it's going to be okay. Hang in there. You're going to find someone. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just joking. I'm not actually trying to find someone. I'm just poking fun at the reality of my situation. That's me on a Monday night in my house alone trying to make funny videos on Instagram because truly I'm in my pajamas and I'm not doing anything but hanging out with myself. So no, I have been on one date with this cute little 30 year old kid who hit on me in the Nashville airport. And I only went out with him because I was like, bold move, dude, like bold move hitting on me in the airport with my two kids, mind you. <laughs> and <laughs> it was, that was fine. But like, 
right? He's 30 and I'm mm-hmm. almost 42 and getting divorced. Like, what does that even look like? You know, my friend is uh, 33 and she, she recently hooked up on vacation with a 23 year old. And it's funny <laughs> because like when, you know, <laughs> you're young, uh-huh. when you're young and then you yeah. see like your celebrity crushes dating these older women, you're just like why wouldn't he i'm his age like date your age and then when you're in your 30s and 40s you're like oh no no wait i see the appeal of a younger man and met and younger men always see the appeal of an older lady i'm telling older lady quote 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 you know so so like do you find yourself wanting to cougar a bit (laughs) yeah i'm like is this how stella got her groove back um you know what i went to the Dodgers Braves game a few nights ago mm-hmm. and these four kids were sitting in front of us and me and my girlfriend are practically the only people in the stadium wearing Braves jerseys because I'm from Atlanta I'm a huge mm-hmm. Braves fan and as soon as we sit down these kids turn around and they start hackling us like Braves blah blah and I'm like sit down child like sit down <laughs> child. no joke they were like 22 years old it took them a hot minute but then they realized I was this woman from the bachelorette and then they uh-huh. were all over me and like let me take you to dinner let me do this and I was like <laughs> I draw the line. I am almost 42 years old. That is 20 years your senior. No, I am not babysitting tomorrow night. Like, could you even afford to take me to <laughs> I don't want to go somewhere that's not halfway decent, but these kids were all over it. And so at the end of the day, I remember thinking like, it's super flattering, obviously. Yeah. I, I still got it. I'm not sure what that actually is, what I do have, but that somebody remotely finds me attractive. But you know, it is funny. It is the younger kids that have the actual balls to hit on you. I'm, oh, I'm totally. Yeah, this I'm, guy, the 23 year old was worshiping my 33 year old friend, like saying like, how can I, what can I do to like make you happy? And like, he was very proactive and texting and getting together with her. Yeah. Yeah. Worshiping her. Maybe yeah. that's what she needs. 33 yeah. and 23, though. That's, that's not a big a one. Difference, right? That's not a big difference. It's like, okay, so if he was 26 and 36, not that big. But 23 and 33 might be. It's so crazy, like, the minutia when it comes to age gaps and when you feel it and when you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that <clears throat> the difference of being, like, 42 and where I'm at just in my life and emotionally and everything else is, like, I I just don't care anymore. You you. I mean, I do in a, in a, in a way that I'm speaking, but there's just no more fucks to give. Do you know what I mean? Like what do I have? I'm 42. My husband left me. I'm getting divorced. Like I just, I feel pretty good about myself. I know who I am. I feel pretty secure at my core. And like, if someone finds that attractive to me, that's nice. It's nice. You know, I mean, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot in the last few years and it's been really difficult. So if it's a 30 year old who hits on me, then that's, that's what it is. But no, I, I'm not dating, not dating. Will you be interested in dating at some point you think? Oh yeah, of course. I would okay. go out if someone would ask me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Actually when I don't leave my house and you know, I'm like, Oh, why doesn't anyone want to date me? I hang out here. I went to bed at seven 30 last night. 7 30 that like kind of freaks me out ben no. goes to bed really early too it kind of like freaks me out i don't know what it is like i don't want to see any glimmer of sunlight if i'm ever heading to bed no no i went to a really nice sushi dinner with my my get old, out and his wife 
I'm always a third wheel and I held their baby the whole time while they ate so they could get a nice hot meal. So here I am holding their baby and I'm out with my married friends. And then I come home and I go to bed at 7.30 and I wake up at 7 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God, that's almost 12 full hours. I'm, I'm doing really well. <laughs> well, you just said that like your husband left you. Are you willing to talk a little bit about how that went all, all went down? Uh, not really. Okay. So, no, I didn't want divorce it was not something that i chose but uh-huh. this is where we're at and more so now i am totally fine with it and and obviously things were difficult for a long period of time challenging um and just hard just really hard um and the difference is is like marriage isn't meant to make you happy i mean you're married you have kids marriage is not meant to make you happy it is meant to refine you, hopefully, and two people can learn to cohabitate, you know, as mm-hmm. one. But that's that's a big confusion when it comes to relationships. People will say all the time, you don't make me happy. You don't make me happy. I'm not meant to make anyone happy. You aren't either as a wife or a spouse or whatever. We're not mm-hmm. meant to make people happy. But mm-hmm. marriage and relationships and companionship is meant to refine us. And hopefully mm-hmm. you can learn to do that together and grow together. And unfortunately, we just couldn't. So now my goal is to just be a great co-parent. I had a really difficult childhood because my parents fought constantly and fought in front of me and were really ugly yeah. to one another. And like, that's awful. And I don't want to do that to my children. So I'm trying really hard to get along well with Steven and be great co-parents because I want my children to have a very different experience than what I had growing up. How will your experience over the past few years um, affect dating in the future and finding a future spouse you'd like to get married again no i actually do not everyone oh, you do not you don't want to get married again okay so you're open to dating but you don't want the dating to result in marriage yeah i, I don't want to say that i'm 100 closed off from it i just this is also fresh to me yeah i am still healing and a work in progress and i guess at the end of the day and i shared this when i was on a few weeks ago with with bob and trista yeah it's not that i don't ever want to get married again. It's just that I don't necessarily need that piece of paper. I've, I've had the big wedding. I've done the whole thing. I don't need that to be in a relationship and be fully committed with someone that I choose as a companion. I don't totally. necessarily need to get married again, but I realize yeah. that may be important to whomever I should choose to, to share my time with in the future. Yeah. And so I'm open to the conversation, but it's just not important to me right now in the phase mm-hmm. that I'm Mm-hmm. And then, like you already have the kids and like, I don't think you plan on more kids. I don't want any more children. Like yeah. I feel pretty solid where I'm at and I feel really great with my two kids and they're seven and nine and I'm 42. I don't want to be pregnant again. I do not want yeah. to spend another year of my life breastfeeding a baby. Like I just, I feel solid where I'm at in the, the place in my life where I am with my kids. I'm totally open. Like if someone else has kids, like I love babies, I will hold your baby and I'll put your baby to sleep all day. And then I will go home and I will get a good night's rest. And I am open to dating someone who has children mm-hmm. um, and having a blended family. Like that's totally fine. I just don't know that I necessarily need that sheet of paper anymore. You know, totally. and I guess that's also a blessing too, Ashley, in this phase of my life when dating, there's, there's no pressure. You know what I mean? Like I'm not sitting across from the table from someone thinking, oh, is he my future husband? Like there's literally no pressure whatsoever because I've done it and I don't necessarily think that I want to do it again. Yeah. And you don't have that biological clock being like, I need to find someone now. Like you can just take your time into finding someone. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you for sharing all that. I know you shared more with Trista and Bob on the Almost Famous OG, so you guys can check that out. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. 
Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devi Adaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Now, Deanna is going to help me break down headlines this week. We have quite a bit. They're good ones. So first up, we have Jesse Palmer. He says that the Golden Bachelor contestants are rock stars. The night did not end at 10 p.m. He said that he was kind of expecting, because of their age, that maybe they'd be going to sleep around 10. That first night that goes from sundown to sunup was going to be a lot from them. They didn't change that format for the older crowd. Um, but he goes, they were just rock stars. They were like pulling all-nighters. They were rolling. He goes, and I see these young kids sometimes take naps on the couch here and there throughout that first night, but not these ladies. Uh, so is this sh- surprising to you? Uh, not, It isn't to me. If, if they were even like at all struggling with staying awake, I feel like they were like, no, I'm here. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this, this process properly. Well, it's a funny thing too, even at their age, like they have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? All of these women probably feel so secure and, and confident in themselves. I'm actually, it's the first season I've watched in a really long time. I have not watched the show in at least a decade. Um, and oh, it, really, yeah, yeah. I got so sick of the wash, you know what I mean? The rinse and repeat. It's the same thing. And, and to be honest, the older I get, the younger they get. And I don't have a lot in common with the girls, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So for me, it was just hard to watch the show. I got sick of the gimmicks. You know what I mean? Everybody getting out of the limo and wearing a dinosaur costume or riding in on a horse or whatever. You know, it's just, I got sick of just the way the show thrived off of created drama. I missed the piece of the show where it used to be somewhat genuine. Like I get the concept. Like they've they've always had a plan. They always cast people to be certain characters. Like I understand that, but it just felt a little bit more genuine back in the day. And so I just struggled to watch the show. So this is the first season I'm actually excited to watch. And I feel like it's going to be good, but you know, it's so funny. I'm I'm sure you've asked your friends. People are on the fence. Like I literally was just talking to one of my best friends the other day and they were like, I don't know. I'm not trying to watch a bunch of old ladies make out with an old man at night. And like that, if that's what it's going to be, I don't want to do that. And I don't know. I, I find something oh. like sweet about it. I don't imagine I, most of my most of my friends are on board. There was one that was hesitant over it. And I was like, really, I'm surprised from you. But anyway, um, <laughs> you have actually recently said that you wish that there was some middle show now because we have the, the 20s and 30s on the one show and then we have the 60s and 70s on the other. And you're like, excuse me, where are the 40s and 50s? Where are the 42-year-old divorcees that come back for their second chance? Where are they? Um, you know, I think there is something to be tapped into there. And and you know this. You've, you've been a part of the show and the, and the process and the franchise for a long time. But, like, especially now with the strike, there's no new television coming out. Mm-hmm. 
ABC, the Bachelor franchise, they have all of these people that they could tap into. I think they see the success in that when they do things like Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, yeah, the Winter Games. You know what I mean? People like to see those people come back. And so for me, as I was saying to Rob Mills and some of the other executives when I saw them a few weeks ago, is I was just thinking like, why aren't you tapping into this? Why don't you spend more time tapping into people who have been on the show before? I always talked about that. Like, why are there not more spinoffs? Like why, even if you don't do it on ABC, like do it on Hulu, your partner. Right. Why are you not doing that? You have a built-in fan base. You have a built-in connection with these people who have already been on the show. Yeah. All of those seasons have been really successful. Why are you not tapping into those things? So I honestly was just a few cocktails in and Tristan and I were just joking around because she's trying to find me my new husband too. And so I was yeah. laughing and saying that to Rob Mills and Ken Fuchs and stuff. And I was just like, just just, that. just give me a shot. Just, just let me have one more go at it. <laughs> so you would like to be the lead if they had a show like that? I am open to the conversation. Cool. But you don't want to get married again. No, but I have, they'd get all like annoyed because then like the proposal wouldn't be there in the end. About that going into it. There's no pressure. 25, 30 dudes come in, hopefully over the age of 30. And there's no pressure in feeling like you have to get to know me in six weeks and propose to me at the end. Like that's done. I did that already on national television and in real life. There's no pressure. You get to genuinely come into a situation and see if there is a connection with me or whomever they choose to do and see if we can take that and have a successful relationship outside of the show. You know what I mean? Like, for me, that feels more real than anything else. You've been on the show, like to go on there and think in six weeks when you've really spent, what, 14 hours with someone and then to get engaged and try to have a successful relationship with someone that you have done this completely backwards with, right? You've fallen in love, but you don't know who that person is. (laughs) I was with dude for four months and it was painful, painful. (laughs) Like think about what that would be like coming into the show and there's no pressure. You don't have to get on one knee at the end of the show. Yeah, it, it would be good. It would definitely be good. Yes, I don't understand how I don't get like I love the couples who are still together from the main show, but I am mind boggled at how they can be together because I was there until six, eight. You know, I was like six. If you want to call me six, I was eighth. If you want to call me eighth. And like, are you telling me that I had four more weeks until possibly getting no way? No way. Okay, let's move on from that. But I think it's a great idea. And I think if The Golden Bachelor does do what it wants to in ratings and popularity, I think a spinoff for the 40s and 50s could be on the way. Now, this one took a long time to get. So I'm not saying it would happen quick, but it could happen. But what would they call it? They can't call it The Golden Bachelor. No, definitely not. It's not quite in my golden year. The Middle-Aged Bachelor. <laughs> Divorce, mama, too, comes back for her. Kind of awesome. Um, all right. So, other big headline this week is Joe Amable, grocery store Joe, and Serena Pitt. They got married for, you know, the second time, the celebration time. And it was chock full of Bachelor alum there. It was in Charleston, South Carolina, at the Cedar Room this past Saturday, September 2nd. They documented so much of it on social media. It's been really fun to watch. Their videographers definitely like were modern and they were like, we're making you reels. And I loved it. There is one where Serena um, is opening her present from Joe. And it's a note that he gave her on the show on Bachelor in Paradise. He like slipped it to her after they're engaged. He was like, hello, fiance. Um, Realize you don't have my number. Here it is. Text me when we get to the hotel or something like that. That's so cute. Yeah, they're adorable. 
And um, so Wells officiated the ceremony. I wonder if we're going to get, I'm sure we'll get clips from the ceremony soon. And the Bachelor Nation couples and just um, alum that were there included Tia and her fiance, Kenny and Mari, Noah and Abigail, Anna Redman and Chris Bukowski. Anna was on um, her season was on Serena's season, Nick and Natalie, Natasha, Bree Springs, which was also on her um, season with Matt. And I think I got that covered, but I might be missing a few. I think that's it. Um, oh, no. Yes, I am missing a few. Andrew Spencer went public with Becca Mishi, who's not part of Bachelor Nation, um, but he posted a picture of them kissing. And then, of course, Wells with Sarah. And um, yeah, okay, so good handful of bachelor nation right there there were a lot of people that were there but there were several people that got married in the last week got married in the past week i know i mean like crystal nielsen got married in the past you know a couple weeks and then um danny then and then kaylin and dean are getting married in a few weeks and then who are we missing and then like noah and abigail got engaged in the past few weeks it's just been like really big for bachelor in paradise it really has yeah as every parent knows kids seem to be everywhere all at once it's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing duracell understands that that's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes including things that young children may have access to So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila they use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pampers Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. 
to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Next up is so so ridiculous. Jesse loves like putting these things out there, and it's like Jesse, why are we even joking like this? Okay, let's like not even joke like this. I don't joke about Tom Brady as I'm fully indoctrinated into Tom Brady fandom because my husband Jesse Palmer says Tom Brady is a solid choice for Bachelor. the The ratings would be incredible. Yes, of course they would, but Tom would never ever do it. There's not even like a money amount that he would do it for. He doesn't need the money. He could you imagine they'd be like a billion dollars, Tom Brady, and he would date. He'd say no, but he's it for the right reasons because he doesn't need the paycheck. He'd be there for love. Oh, he'd be there for love. I don't think he needs like thirty women to choose from when he has the whole world of women to choose from. <laughs> and he he does have this thing going on with Irina Shank, which, in my personal opinion, is just like a little boring to go from Giselle, one international supermodel, to another. But okay, fine, I get it. Oh, <laughs> it's also, hot. from Bradley Cooper to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. It's just like they just both went to their parallels. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, but yes, a little bit more on what he said about Tom being the bachelor. He goes, it would be legendary. Um, it would be great because we can use all of his houses. We could go international, not spend much, not spend much. The whole season would be very budget friendly. He goes, but there is the Irina shake issue. But if she's willing to kind of just chill out for a few months of filming, I think we're solid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, next off is some sad news about my friend Jade Roper Tober. Um, she's been documenting her miscarriage, her baby loss of um, he he was five months um, past 
passed before five months, um, but she carried him for five months. And last week she had the DNC. Um, she, if you guys don't know what that is, they basically like remove the baby from her body. And um, she said, you know, she wants to post this so that people who are going through miscarriages like feel supported and not alone in the whole thing. This is actually Jade's second miscarriage. This one, you know, a little bit different because he was further along. Um, she said that, you know, and there's like the saddest quotes, but basically she just like really wanted to trust her body and have the baby pass naturally um, so that she can um, bury him under a tree in the backyard. And she just wanted to see his little body. But it's just time to move on. She goes, I held on for so long trying to trust my body, but it is time to get to the other side of this loss and start to heal. Um, and then she said, I've been trying to protect my peace and respect my baby. So she's only sharing little bits and pieces to it. But she just wanted to say to all the ladies out there who have gone through this or are going through this, that I see you, I feel your pain, and I love you. I think there's something really beautiful in that. I... Um that kind of loss was just so taboo to talk about even, even 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this thing where you don't tell people you're pregnant until 12 weeks, just to make sure nothing bad happens. I never quite understood that because should you experience the devastating grief of loss like that, wouldn't you want your people to walk alongside you? You know what I mean? So I've, I've appreciated seeing her post and also uh, Sarah, Sarah Heron. Yeah. She shared a lot about her loss and Ashley Spivey. And I just so much have a, just really appreciated that because I don't feel like it should be this taboo thing that we can't talk about because why should they experience that kind of grief and walk alongside it alone? Absolutely. I've, you know, been in my, not all of my childbearing years have been in the past 10 years, but you know what I mean? Like the years that I would have been in that trying to conceive process have all been with miscarriages being more talked about that I legit cannot imagine 10 years ago when they were just something that you don't really share. And yeah. I, it's like, it just seems so wrong. It does. Right. But yes, you just the times in general changing, like women are really proud of our bodies. And when you're pregnant and you no longer have to wear a tent and hide your belly, like you can wear yeah. a piece like a normal human being, you know? Yeah. So it's just really, I think it's really beautiful the way everything is progressing and, and social media in particular, giving people a space to process mm -hmm. and, and process grief and not have to process alone because grief, in itself is something that's really traumatic and what gosh what she has gone through right jade what they have gone through it's it's like devastating it's devastating i know you have to suffer through that alone it's awful to see her go through this when she wanted that fourth baby so bad like she just feels it in her bones that she's supposed to have four so we'll see where this goes they did say this week that it's up in the air on whether they'll try for another one yeah well in other baby news whitney bischoff secretly gives birth to baby number two, welcomes daughter with Ricky Angel, her husband. The new baby's name is Brady. Full circle moment here. Brady Carolina. And she posted on Instagram, you're more than we ever expected and better than we could have ever imagined. But she's speaking about like hiding pregnancies and all that. She actually has kept this private because they went through secondary infertility. Do you have any idea what secondary infertility means? I don't. I don't. But I remember she was a um, fertility she nurse. Is a, she is a fertility nurse. So, you know, 
of all people going through this, I'm sure she had a great amount of knowledge along the way. But they had a baby four years ago and they have been trying. She said last year that they were just not going to give up on this and that Brady Carolina is Carolina. Brady Carolina is an unexpected miracle after multiple rounds of IVF, egg retrievals, doctor visits, three losses and an an, an ectopic pregnancy. And so after all that, they took a break, took some time to heal. And now we're not sure whether or not they started the IVF process or not, or that just they conceived naturally. But it's been nine months and now um, the baby is here. And that's just like really awesome. That's so awesome. Um, She documents it all in a reel on Instagram. So happy for them. This is a fun headline. Justin Bieber accidentally photobombs Matt James's season alum, Kit Keenan. She was at Haley Bieber's um, launch at a Krispy Kreme store for her new skincare line, Rhodes Skin. And of course, Haley Bieber's husband, Justin Bieber, was there. And Kit was doing some little like kitschy thing with like a little Krispy Kreme donut. And in through the frame walks Justin Bieber and this video of her has got almost a million views right now. It got over 900,000 views in just 16 hours and the comments are just like, oh my God, I would have died completely floored. I would have simply passed away. You know, all the things. <laughs> hey, I'm a believer. I would have done it too. <laughs> That's like awesome. Like she probably was like not planning on getting a picture with Justin and then there it is. She also got a picture with Haley who she loves. Um, and then finally, we just got word about this about an hour ago. It seems as if the Michael Alio and Danielle Maltby relationship is kaput because while there's been speculation of this for months because they haven't posted each other and they've said some strange things about keeping their relationship now private, you know, after being public for an entire year. Um, but yeah, so she deleted all of her Instagram pictures of him. So if that doesn't tell you they're broken up, nothing else will. Now, what I think is really particularly unfortunate about this. Yes, it was a very meaningful relationship because they both like said, I love you for the first time in a long time since like the death of their loved ones. It's, it's the fact that she moved to Ohio and she just picked up her life that she'd been living in Nashville for quite some time. And now she's like settled in Ohio. And like, I don't think that she's going to be happy about that. And like, she has, I think she may have opened her own med spa there. Or like, she's high in the ranks at one there. And it's just like, ugh, that sucks. How do you feel about that? It's also Ohio. Not a yeah, lot I know. going on in Ohio. Yeah. Like, and it was like Akron, Ohio. Oh, God. <laughs> in comparison to Nashville, too. Uh, well, you know, there's some beauty in it. Uh, she gave it her all, right? Like, how else would it have worked? One of them had to go to, you know. Yeah, and he wasn't going to because the child. Right, right. So, you know, maybe she'll find beauty in starting over there. Maybe, or maybe oh, she'll just run that. back to Nashville. Okay, <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm sure it's only a matter of time now that we get an official announcement from them, even though they said they're not going to talk publicly about the relationship. I think we can say it's it's done. And I'll read in between the lines. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Deanna, um, it has been a pleasure to have you here. Anything to say about headlines this week or Bachelor Nation going forward? No, but I appreciate you catching me up on all the gossip. 
Oh, good. Thank you. Be watching um, cooking videos on Instagram to keep up with all the Bachelor Nation <laughs> couples. So thank you for filling me in on everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anytime. Yes. Anytime. All right. Well, until then, until we see you next time, we'll um, be rooting for more 30-year-olds to hit on you. And we'll also be rooting for you to be the middle-aged Bachelorette. All right. Okay. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We'll see you next time. Uh, until then, you know how we sign off here. I've been Ashley. <laughs> I'm Deanna. Amazing. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into... Pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pampers Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower. Our registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. 
So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash.